Welcome to Talking Water with GMW, where we discuss all things water with some of the most interesting people across GMW and the water industry. In this episode, we are joined by GMW Corporate Risk Coordinator, Donald Hewan. He is among 4.5% of employees across the Victorian water industry who identify as having a disability. Donald was born with spina bifida, which has caused him to be in a wheelchair as he is paralysed from the waist down. Donald talks about the importance of raising awareness and increasing focus on disability inclusion in the water industry and creating a safe workplace culture so people feel comfortable to identify as having a disability. We'll be releasing new episodes every month, so be sure to check back in for more. We'll get straight into it. So, Donald, tell me how you got into GMW and sort of worked your way up to corporate risk coordinator. So, I started my VCE year 12 in 2006, the start of 2006, but in the Christmas holidays prior to that in 2005, I actually underwent an operation that was going to enhance my independence. But unfortunately, after the operation in hospital, I developed a pressure sore and they take a, quite a while to heal. And there's only one way to heal them and that's to get off the affected area. So I, had, I was laid up in bed on my stomach for four months straight. And it was evident then that I wasn't going to be able to complete my VCE in full. What happened then is I entered into a VCAL program, so a vocational curriculum of applied learning and within that program you have to do two elements so one is a community-based placement and one is a workplace placement and I chose the field of office administration so therefore I started looking around for my community-based placement and I approached the Rochester Football Depot Club and they put me on and I was their match day recorded person and recorded all their figures onto their website each game. So then the secretary at the time, he actually was a manager at Goulburn Murray Water in Rochester and he asked me if I'd be interested in doing my workplace placement within, within Goulburn Murray Water. I did do that and then I kept being asked to come back and do a day with work here and there. And this manager, I remember him saying to me that the reason he keeps asking me is because I just don't complain and I just go and do it. Um, so it came about then I got offered a traineeship. So that was Certificate 3 in Business Administration. And then after that 12-month period, I became a full-time administrative assistant within the Rochester office. And then I worked my way into an administrator role, so then into a floating administration role across all of our six area offices. And then from there, I worked my way into the executive business support team within Tatura. And I came over here just shy of two years ago and started as a business support officer and then worked my way into business support partner role and now I've applied to be a corporate risk coordinator. That's how I come out. 
congratulations. That's an amazing achievement. So that was 16 years ago that you became a trainee. You were born with spina bifida and use a wheelchair to get around. So in those initial years, what were the challenges that you faced at work and how did you and GMW overcome them? So when I first got accepted the traineeship, it came about that Got My Water recognised that most of our officers at that stage didn't have any ramps, any accessibility options for a person in a wheelchair. So that gave me the opportunity to work through that process with GMW and use my skills on what I would need, but versus what somebody else with a disability would need as well, to then make GMW have suitable facilities for people with a disability. You also had your desk heights and things like that as well. So some of them were adapted to my needs as well. So GMW were fully aware of, you know, let's not assume, let's just ask the person that requires the reasonable adjustment. And Mm -hmm. so I was in constant consultation with GMW and they were really open in just discussing things with me and vice versa. So you would have seen quite a lot of changes then over those years. How is GMW supportive of uh, people with a disability? GMW is really supportive of people with a disability. Um, it certainly has changed over my 16 years for the better. It was great then, but it's even better now. We're recognising that people with a disability is not just the physical side either. You've also got your invisible disabilities like your dyslexia, your autism and things like that, you know, your neurological disabilities and all those kind of things. And the organisation is moving forward to make that inclusive of our workforce and make sure we've got the reasonable adjustments in place and willing to put those reasonable adjustments in place just so we can get people with a disability within the workforce. Yeah, and I mean, they obviously offer the flexibility of work arrangements, that kind of thing. Uh, Have you ever sort of faced any challenges where, you know, you felt like you couldn't do something and then how did you sort of work around that to be able to achieve it? I have felt probably that in my career so far. Every now and again, that I'm not sure if I can do that, but basically how I've worked around that is the massive support that, GMW and its employees gives me. They're always giving me confidence, courage to fulfil whatever role or task I want to try and go towards. So that's the way I see it. And I think they will continue to do that as an organisation, but also the general workforce is so accommodating for someone with a disability. It's just fantastic. It's like, for me, I could be in the corridor and they won't even recognise I'm in a wheelchair and all those kind of things, which is great. Or if they, even if they do recognise, they don't make that show. Yeah. So there's no mentality around you can't do that because you've got a disability. It's mm. you want to do that, let's help you do that, and let's make sure that you achieve your goal. Yeah. In 2020, you were elected Deputy Chair of the Organising Committee for Water Able, which is a network for people with a disability and their allies in the Victorian water industry. And then just over a year later, you were named Chair. So just tell me a little bit about Water Able and what its aims are. Yep. So what Water Able is, Water Able is a network of about 34 members at this stage across all 18 water corporations in Victoria. 
and our aim is to promote disability inclusion and also makes the industry aware of what's involved with disability and, you know, the barriers that people face. And this try and educate each organisation to think outside the square and be mindful that people with a disability are out there and they can perform any job, any task that they put their mind to, but sometimes they just need certain assistance maybe and support and just making people aware that that needs to happen and that organisations just need to be mindful of those things and not shy away from asking the questions of the person with a disability, not just assume, always ask the questions, because one thing is the person with a disability, if they're the only ones that know the correct answer, really. So if if you want to know something, you ask them. Don't just assume, because... If you ask them, you're going to get the right answer the first time, not not have to go back and forth, maybe. So that's really what Water Apple's about, promoting people with a disability, promoting disability awareness in Victoria, in the water industry across the, across Victoria, and just making sure that we all include that there is people with a disability in our society that want to contribute actively, and we want to just try and see if we can make that happen. Mm. And you've even taken this a step further through GMW. You've been very active in the development of a four-year action plan through the All Abilities Network. So tell me about that and what you hope to achieve. So what we what we're hoping to achieve is the safe culture within our internal business that a person, let's say, with an invisible disability that doesn't necessarily disclose but has the ability to feel comfortable if they choose to disclose. Because one thing is, particularly when you've got an invisible disability, a lot of people don't like to disclose that because it's human nature that once you disclose, people are going to potentially look at you a little bit differently, but also want to care for you and support you. But there's a fine line between caring and supporting and over-caring and making the person feel a little bit uncomfortable. So we want to create the culture within our organisation that it's fine to disclose. We're accepting of that. We're inclusive. We want to we want to help and we're able to put any reasonable adjustments in place if you require them. You just need to say and feel comfortable with saying as well. And then we're also looking at our facilities, so... Have we got the appropriate facilities for our customers out of recreational areas so they can access, you know, the toilet block, the amenity block and the, the barbecues and all those kind of things at our recreational areas? Have we got the appropriate number of disability parking areas? Is there adequate pathways within those areas as well? Similarly to that, we're looking at our offices as well. Do we have the, particularly our customer-facing offices, do we have the correct accessibility into those offices for a vision-impaired person, for example, or even a person within a wheelchair? And do we have the correct disability parking at each of those offices? So that's really where we're working towards, and hopefully we'll achieve that. But then hopefully we'll be also be able to achieve having our staff internally confident that they can say, oh, I do have this. You may not know because it's invisible, but I do have this and feel comfortable to do that. Yeah, the, the future's looking 
good for people with a disability looking to get into the workplace and particularly the, the water sector, would you say? I would say absolutely. The water sector is a great sector to be in, but it also is evolving over time in terms of its inclusion and all those kind of things. But it's accepting, that is the main thing, it's accepting of disability. It wants people with a disability to be included and all the organisations within the industry are actively working towards that inclusion and making their workplaces a, a safe and accessible environment. Yeah, excellent. Anything else you'd like to say, Donald? I'd just like to say someone with a disability, look, if you're looking for wanting to be employed, go for it. Take the plunge. I know it can be scary. It can be quite very scary, actually, but you, you won't regret it as soon as you start looking for employment, particularly maybe in the water industry, getting that sense of belonging and the experience of contributing to society is just, it's just fantastic. From an, an employer's point of view, look outside the box. You may not know that someone's got a disability until they come to the interview stage, but if it comes to the interview stage and that's when you, you work out that they've got a disability, don't just say no. Uh, we can't do that. Think outside the square. Give them a go. Because I can tell you right now, once I got offered a traineeship, that was probably the best day of my life. It gave me a sense of belonging, made me want to achieve more within society and wanted to prove myself. You know, that's that's the number one thing for a person with a disability. Getting themselves out and about actively in the communities, getting away from the TV screen or off the couch or whatever the case may be, is the best thing for them. What better way is to have employment? And, you know, one thing I do is I I pride myself in having a full-time position in what I would class as a mainstream workforce.